it's ridiculous. It's obvious what's being done out here. It's on a nightly basis. I hope the world can see now what's really going on out here, because it's getting ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. Yes, man, it's, this is ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. That was light, man. I know, I know what their game scheme is every night. They're hyping up their big man over there. He thinks he's a stopper. It's not happening. I, I brought him back to reality. Welcome to the first episode, the very first official episode of the Play for Keys podcast. I'm your host, Greg. Greg does. My other co-host here, my host, whatever you want to be announced as. <laughs> I am Jackson. And you, you didn't introduce yourself as Mr. Worldwide. I'm disappointed in that. Uh, you know, look, they can... They, they don't need to know about that just yet. You know I'm what I mean? <laughs> but since we're here, since we're already here, you know, it is Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide, I'm global with it. I'm global with it. International. Should be universal. Fuck out of here. We, we, we here with it. Um, but, yeah, this, this, is, this, is a, this is a weird podcast to just kind of, like, talk about when it comes to how we, how we came about this. I don't know if Jackson want to explain how we got here. <laughs> like I, I, I don't know if you're going to tell. I don't know. I, I want to know what he says for real. I really want to know. You want to know what I think, or on how our, I guess, journey is this a journey? Uh, nigga, this is definitely a journey, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Doing this shit in April, nigga. She, we have no, nigga. It's been, it's been April, nigga. Man, but no, we just one day we was just, or rather one day. I was just in the car driving and I was just listening to a podcast and I was just like, we're better than this. Like we can do this better than them. This is getting, this is getting, this is getting very ridiculous. Is what I said. I called Greg and I said that. Mm. And then we are just like, man, we should start a podcast because all these other people, they suck, bro. We could be so much better than that. And then okay. we just, been practicing ever since, and now we finally rolling it out. Okay. Well, he just gave you the PC version of what he really wanted to say. <laughs> because I'm, I'm gonna tell you what really happened. Oh, uh, since he not, since he's not trying to really talk about it for real, for real. He 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 FaceTime me. This nigga rarely FaceTimes me for real, for real. Like he don't do this shit for real. So when he when he FaceTime, it's like okay, we, you know, it's some serious shit. That nigga came in like. Hey, yo, did you see this shit? Yo, hey, did you see what the fuck just happened? You see, we not going to say the nigga name because I, I fuck with the nigga content person. That nigga, that nigga really do be doing this shit. Oh, you heard that nigga that was on this big ass platform that we not going to talk about? Because, you know, we value, we value what we got going on here. <laughs> this shit is ridiculous, bro. Like, we, we better than these niggas, bro. Like, hey, look, I don't, I don't know about us individually, but together, nobody better than us together. Bro. That nigga went on a rant. It was ridiculous. And I was like, yo, I was at I work. Like, nigga called me, bro. I feel like the rant wasn't. I feel like rant is a strong word. It was a rant, yo. I don't give a fuck. That was a rant. Because I, I was, I was, I was, I was ranting with you. I was like, yeah, you're right. I, I, I get it. And I was definitely at work, so I couldn't really talk how I really wanted to talk. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, at that point, it was just kind of like, yeah, we, we got to do something about this. We got to stop bullshitting. Because that's what that's all it really was. Like, we felt like, we really felt like had we, like, taken this shit seriously years ago. Um, like we should have been? 
like we should have been we would have been definitely <laughs> on a different level a different platform i don't know what was taking us so long about it i think we were just uh i don't know we were stupid i'm uh, yeah i think we're like the most consistent inconsistent niggas um of all time i i, I stand by that when we are on our shit bro oh we're second to none we're second to none but and then we yeah. said we we're gonna, we were gonna stop BSing, and then we continued to BS. Oh, for, for sure, yeah, for like just, another just, like two, three months. <laughs> we started this podcast. It was like, hey, yo, look, we gonna start this shit in enough time to still talk about the playoffs and stuff. Like we, we want to make sure that the playoffs start, and we're talking about the playoffs throughout the whole thing. We don't want to start to, we don't want to start in the off season. Here we are. In the, the off season. season. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nigga, no, nah, nigga, deep into the off season. <laughs> No, no, it's only it's only two weeks or three weeks. I guess nigga, two, we just we just passed the draft, nigga. Like we, the draft we, be a week after draft be two weeks after the season, bro. We about we about to start summer league, nigga. It's gonna be July. All right, yeah, you're right, you're right. But we're, we're here. here. We're here. But we're here, and that's what that's the important thing. For sure, we make this podcast with the expectation of, hey yo. This is a podcast for casuals. I think the word casual gets um, overused, and I don't think it's really a bad thing to say. Most of you niggas are casuals. That's okay. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with being a casual. Um, there's nothing wrong with seeking out information and learning new shit. Um, this is a safe space for you niggas. Will we still clown you? Absolutely. 100%. But 100%. But this is still a safe space for you to learn um, and understand what's going on. So when we talk about certain trades that's going on, we can break it down for you. Um, where it makes sense, even when it doesn't make sense. We can tell you how this Warriors trade makes sense, but it, it at the end of the day, it doesn't make sense. We'll make it we'll make it easier for you to understand what they were trying to do. Yeah. Um, so that that's basically what it's all about. Um, I don't know if Jax wants to add anything to it or if I just fuck that shit up. Um or whatever, but um, no, nah, you were at first when you started. I was like, "Oh my gosh, what is he doing?" But he started. You started. You <laughs> started cooking at the end. Oh uh, yeah, that's it. So yeah, I, this, this is for you know everybody to gain just a better understanding of all the stuff that's going on. Really, very rather quickly. Go ahead and tell niggas um, about your you know your sports background, not just sports background, but like you know how you got into sports. Like what what influenced you to really lock in in sports? I mean, like. I've just honestly always just loved sports, bro. That's literally it. Like, it was just a good way to bond with people. It's, and then watching sports, too, is cool because, like, as you grow up, as you get older, it's not many. I know. I feel like it's not much stuff that you can be like, oh, that was cool. Like, you know, it's hard. Like, it's, I don't know if it's a pride thing or whatever, but it's harder to admit that stuff is cool. But, like, with sports and stuff, that's something that everybody knows. Like, it will always be fun to watch is always enjoyable because it's just competition and that's I've always felt like that and that's what made me really want to lock in and start focusing on sports and stuff you know growing up watching Cowboys games because I'm a cow I'm the only sane Cowboys fan it feels like sometimes and then transitioning to basketball and watching Thunder games because Kevin Durant was just cold bro like it made me want to lock in and that's why I locked in yeah so basically you're a Cowboys fan and um, an OKC Thunder fan. Yeah, very weird combination, especially as somebody who's never even been to Oklahoma, but it is what it is. Yeah, I don't – yeah, that's interesting. That's very interesting. Uh, for me, 
Uh, I'm gonna keep it real with you. You know, I just, I was around football at a young age, but I hated that shit. I ain't gonna watch it. Um, I did not like that shit. I thought the shit was boring. Um, I was in an era where these niggas was not there was not Patrick Mahomes type niggas yet. Um, niggas was not airing out the football like that for real. Them niggas loved the running game, and I was right around the time when when the the two thousands Ravens defense was like a a thing, and the defensive line just kept shutting niggas down. I wasn't appreciative of good defense back then. I was like, bro, this shit's ass, bro. It's just boring. Like, I don't want to hear this. Shit. All y'all do is run the ball. Nobody scoring touch like five yard touchdowns ain't ain't moving me, nigga. <laughs> um, like I was like, I, that's why I went straight into basketball. Uh, and T that nigga T Mac when he went to the Rockets, I'm a Rockets fan. Man, that nigga T when he came through, that was when I was like, okay, I'm I'm locked in. I'm I'm locked the fuck in with basketball. Um, and then football that came a little bit later, like middle school. Honestly, middle school. It was one particular person that had me like, I'm locked in. And that was uh, Adrian Peterson. When I saw Adrian Peterson for the first time, that nigga had me ready too. Like, I was too tall to do running back for real, for real. But he made me like want to be a running back for real. And Adrian Peterson probably your height anyway. He like, that nigga was two, six, three, bro. Which is insane to think about, like, during this day. But like, you have to think about the trajectory of running backs during that time. Like, bro, uh, Arian Foster, Maurice Jones, Drew, uh, Lashady McCoy, um, Adrian Peterson, Jamal uh, Charles, Jamal Charles, Chris Johnson out of uh, the Titans. Um, what's that other nigga's name? Oh, there was a nigga from, oh, uh, was it mm. uh, Westbrook out of um, the, the Eagles? Oh, uh, Brian, Brian Westbrook or some shit like that? Yes. Um, there was just a plethora of like just cold ass running backs that was coming through. And that's when I started locking in for real. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, when I saw that nigga Adrian Peterson um truck the shit out of somebody and keep running, I was like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm here. Hey, you got me. I start, I started <laughs> I started playing middle school football right then and there, made the A team. I was like, all right, bet, cool. I I wanted to be a running back. Them nigga said, put three figures in the dirt, nigga. Uh you're a defensive end. You're an edge rusher, nigga. I don't know what this running back dream you thought you thought it was. You, but it's not gonna happen. Not not what it is. I'm I'm a long distance kind of speed, consistent speed nigga. Burst it, that burst kind of shit. Nah, that, that wasn't me. I don't know where I thought I was coming from. Oh my gosh. I had that I had that like long star receiver speed though. Like if I, you know, if I juke a nigga right, he can't catch me. He he couldn't catch me. <laughs> but like oh. From a running back perspective, like I don't know what like I would that. do if I ever saw you juke somebody. I, I just roll them. I just. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, look. Hey, you, you thinking about you thinking about me now? You gotta think about me back then. Me back then was a dog. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, All right, bro. Anyways. Yeah, and and uh, and then I was that nigga in basketball, but I knew at I knew in basketball I wasn't gonna make I wasn't gonna make nothing. But like, I don't know if you had the same shit. Did you have niggas at your school that like they just thought? Like they was really finna make it for real. Like, did you really I think niggas had? I had some. I thought they was gonna make it too, and then they just didn't make it. I was like, dang. No, but did you did you have or maybe it's just because I was in Houston? Like Houston basketball was like there was some cold niggas, so you knew the niggas that could that you knew was really gonna make it for real. Like, like De'Aaron Fox was in my tournament, like my so I knew what was really finna be out there. 
and I knew at my school there was nobody that could touch that nigga, um, the Harrison Twins or De'Aaron Fox or shit. Even Brittany Griner was up the street from me. So like when niggas be talking about niggas finna go to the league, my shit was just like, my motivation was to let them know you're not making it to me. Because I played in the band. I played the saxophone, nigga. If you can't beat the nigga that plays saxophone, you're not beating De'Aaron Fox. If you're struggling with me, <laughs> if you're struggling with me, you, you're you're not going to the league. You're not going D one. Pack your bags up, buddy. Like find find a D three, go into coaching. Do like I was I was really there to crush niggas' dreams for real for real because I already knew I wasn't gonna make it. That's oh, so that was me. That's being a hater personified. But I oh for sure that. I was I was a hater for sure. But look, I feel like they appreciated it in the long run. Like hey, look, I, I let you know like early that you wasn't gonna do no shit. That's I real. I didn't let you go all the way to senior year and make it seem like you had some real offers. No. No, bro. You're doing a service to humanity. Nigga, I was... My defense was crazy. I don't even want to talk about my defense. That shit was... Hacker. (laughs) (laughs) I was 94... Mr. 94 feet, nigga. (laughs) 94... 94, them niggas was annoyed at me, yo. Oh, my gosh. But speaking of 94 feet, we got a whole lot of basketball and stuff to talk about. And this is an NSO podcast. We forgot to mention that. Now, will we tell you what NSO means? No, we will not. I'm glad you said that because I was definitely going to say that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, was finna, I was finna say it. I ain't gonna lie no, to we will not say what it means because. But if you know, you know. If you know, you know. And that's that's that on that. But like I said, we got a whole lot of basketball to talk about. And like I mentioned earlier, it is June 24th, meaning the finals then happened. And we meant to talk. We were supposed to be talking about that by now. But like. Hey, look who we have, though. If you know, you know. But. It's only us, nigga. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. But anyways, the Nuggets, simply put, were just too good. You know, they beat the Heat and. Five games. I'm glad that he was even able to make it to five. So, what what were some of the things you took away from the finals? Um, some of the things that I took away from the finals. One of the things was Jimmy Butler. Um, uh, got put a lot more respect on Jimmy Butler's name. Um, thousand percent. His resume is impeccable, bro. Like it's like for him to not be on like any regular season awards because he doesn't give a fuck about the regular season. For him to I be respect- in three straight uh or was it three straight western conference finals no not three straight eastern but uh i mean eastern conference finals. not three straight three out of the last four um four years because i think the 2021 season they didn't make it um three out of the last four eastern conference uh finals appearances um two finals appearances in the last four years um it made me understand I mean, I already knew this, but I feel like a, a lot of people wanted to make it seem like that Miami's run in the 2020 bubble was a fluke. Not nah, Jimmy Butler is just him. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm going to talk more about them than I'm going to talk about um, the Nuggets because I, I don't give a fuck about the Nuggets. I don't give a fuck what y'all niggas talking you, about. You can't really say nothing about the Nuggets because it's just simply like they're just they're them. They're them. They're good, bro. Like, no, too good. Jamal Murray's too good. Aaron Gordon's too good. Michael Porter Jr.'s too good. Mike Malone's too good. And yeah, bro. That's all you got to say about the Nuggets. What, what do you fucking do, my nigga? What y'all want, a cookie? Y'all got the championship. <laughs> y'all got a play. Y'all, y'all got a parade. Y'all got everything. A parade was in your city. I don't yeah. want to talk about y'all niggas. I'm going to go talk about Jimmy Butler, though. 
um, and all those niggas. Uh, shout out to uh, Stephen A. Smith for um, disrespecting some of these niggas, uh, particularly uh, Gabe Vincent. Back two years ago, this nigga Stephen A. Smith was going crazy on the Nigeria team because Nigeria beat the USA team. Gabe Vincent was on that Nigeria team at that time. Um, fucked up that nigga's name too. I don't know how you fuck up a name like Gabe Vincent. No, he was going. He, his name was Gabe Namdi on the Nigerian team. Well, his, well, like they have Gabe Namdi Vincent. You uh, feel me? But it's like, okay, how do you fuck up Namdi, nigga? I don't. I, it's not a <laughs> like, name, bro. That's not out of all the names for you know. It's a very simple name. Like, it's, like, it's how it sounds. It sounds how it looks, bro. It's very, very cut and dry, nigga. So I don't know <laughs> what that was about. Um, but Gabe Vincent is him. Um, the podcaster. Um, Duncan Robinson, Robinson stepped up. Max Struess. Um, they Step did. Down. <laughs> yeah, they did all. <laughs> they did all this shit without Tyler Hero and Victor Oladipo. Um, y'all had Kyle Lowry. Kevin Love last minute gave you some key contributing points, and um, we got to put a lot of respect on Eric Spoelstra. Niggas don't talk about Eric Spoelstra. I mean, they talked about him this this uh postseason, but he don't be talked about like in the realms of Greg Popovich and Steve Kerr all the time. I think he's but, the best coach in the NBA. I I believe so too. I believe so too. Yeah. But and what do you been, think? Yeah, yeah, for sure. What what can the Heat do to improve? What do you think they can do? You know that answer. I think everybody know that answer. I think go get Dame. You know, like I, I don't know why. And and this is this is my thing. When they lost the first playing game, um, Miami, when they lost the first game to Atlanta, there was a statement that came out. It was a big report that came out. That were, they said, regardless of what happens um, with this playoff run, um, major changes is, are going to happen um, with the roster. But I don't think, you know, of course, niggas didn't think that they would go to the finals. <laughs> like, they, I, I don't even think Pat Riley understood that they was going to go to the finals for real. Um, the changes still need to happen too. But the change, the changes, like don't, don't double down on it. Like changes still need to happen. Um, do what the Warriors should have done earlier. Um, you have all of these great pieces. They're at their highest value. Trade them now. Trade Duncan Robinson now if you can. Trade he he really Vincent. rebuilt his reputation because before Duncan Robinson was just like on the bench or whatever. Hella DMPs, bro. Hella D- DMPs making $90 he, million. He came back in the finals and started driving to the hoop. I was like, Duncan Robinson? That's that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, that. And I'm not under the situation that these niggas are going to continue to get better. Trade these niggas now and get you yeah. the star piece that you need. Jimmy Butler can do the rest for you. And um, you can go ahead and, and go get Dame. We talked about Dame, but there's another point guard who... Dame is annoying in the decisions he's making with his whole will he want they thing. But the most annoying point guard right now is John Morant doing dumb stuff. But he was suspended for 25 games by the NBA, which... Honestly, it's not that bad. I thought it was going to be worse. 25, not that bad. Uh, 25 is kind of like the, the corporate American answer to all of this shit. It, it gives him enough games for him to not uh, qualify for any postseason awards, which kind of takes money out of his pocket, I guess. That does you know? suck. It's it's probably more – that that whole aspect probably makes it worse than I was talking about. But yeah, still, I don't think 25 got that crazy. Yeah, twenty five. Well, 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 let's let's say it like this: twenty five was not enough for Adam Silver to be doing the things he was doing by prolonging all this bullshit. Adam Silver, I already told you how I feel about Adam Silver. Um, that nigga, as a 
with, with, with you know as a commissioner subpar the nigga is is too transparent for the league he doesn't need to be transparent, bro. It's okay to lie. Please lie. Lie some more, nigga. We do not need to know the truth all the time, bro. Um, <laughs> you do not be. You do not have to be pro player all the time, bro. It's a billion dollar corporation. Oh, uh, damn near a trillion dollar corporation, bro. For ne- bro, do do some corruption. Corrupt, nigga. Corrupt. Do some, <laughs> do some corrupt. Do some corrupt shit, bro. Like just, it's a part of it's a part of the game plan. Stop trying to make it seem like you are, you know holier and you know trying to be the, the the new model of what it needs to be bring back that david stern shit bro he's trying to increase like the reputation of the league to make it like more people love it around america and everything but honestly there's it, it'll never reach it i don't think it ever reach the nfl unless the nfl just completely ends which it won't happen but the one thing about all the job stuff i feel like watching mess around and keep him like healthy for the playoffs because he'd be getting hurt a lot Watch him just be so so fresh for the playoffs and just go crazy for no reason. I don't think I don't think Memphis is gonna be an issue. Like I don't I don't think there's gonna be a huge drop off. Regardless if it was twenty five games or forty games or fifty games, I think they would still. I think the Memphis would Grizzlies would still be in playoff contention, regardless of whatever John Morant came back. I don't think John Morant moves the. John Morant moves the needle to a certain degree, but he's not the end-all, be-all. They still have a good team around them. Um, they still wasn't, have some good pieces. Wasn't it – I am I don't believe it was last year, but maybe two years ago, like, Ja, he was hurt a lot, and the Grizzlies still ended up with, like – Yeah, it was a 22-12. Yeah, yeah, they were like, had, like, the great record without Ja because that's just a team with very good players and a very good coach. So, with Ja being out – there's one one man left to step up for the Grizzlies, and that's Marcus Smart, because he was traded from the Boston Celtics to the Memphis Grizzlies. And seeing that trade was absolutely positively insane. Yeah, that was crazy. And I think he was even shocked about it too. He said he was gonna he thought he was gonna retire in Celtic. Um listen here, buddy. Um, I don't see anybody outside of maybe Giannis or Luca um staying for staying in a franchise till they retire if they wanted to. They have that choice. They can move if they want to. But Mark is smart, yo. It's come on, bro. Side note, I feel like Luca, he's not staying. I don't think he's staying in Dallas the whole time, bro. I don't think I don't think anybody outside of Giannis is staying where the fuck they're staying long term. That's true. And that's the only only reason why I say Giannis because Giannis already got a chip. If Giannis didn't have a chip, I would still be like, yo, Giannis could definitely leave and go go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, but with but, Marcus Smart and, like, his fit with the Grizzlies, I feel like he's – Yeah, he's – like, one, he's going to be able to be, like – because, dang, he's – well, he's probably 30 now, I guess, because I don't think he came out of college super early. Oh, I think he was, like, a sophomore, maybe. But he's been in the league for a good minute, so it's crazy to think about, to me at least. But he's really, like, the seasoned veteran of the team. He's going to bring that, like – maturity level and toughness and he's gonna like he's never averaged more than like 13 points but his defense is he's he's one defensive player of the year his defensive steals all that's been pretty good even though last season it was a slight drop off but even a slight drop off is still good when you talk about Marcus Smart yeah and I think that what people don't really talk about is the Grizzlies like they were ranked third in defensive efficiency last season um behind the Cavaliers and the Celtics 
So when you add somebody of, of defensive prowess like like a Marcus Smart, that only elevates what you got going on. Um, and he's a coach, and he's a culture enforcer. Yeah. So whatever culture that they're trying to implement, he's going to be at the forefront. Nobody's going to check Marcus Smart on that team. Um, everybody's going. He he's the perfect piece that you would need during this 25 game suspension of John Morant if you want to reshape a certain culture that's in the locker room. And I think that's the direction that the Grizzlies are going. In my opinion. And then one thing with Marcus Smart also on his fit, like I feel like he's going to be like a better Dylan Brooks. Like, because Dylan Brooks was supposed to provide like that toughness, the defense, blah, blah, blah. Now Marcus Smart can do that. And he actually like I remember when Marcus Smart couldn't really shoot, and now he's a shooter, which is also crazy to me. So like he's gonna add that shooting and everything. So he's gonna he's gonna be a nice fit while Jaws out. Yeah, also nobody's gonna be checking for um no nobody's gonna be pissed if he's gonna be if he's the one that ends up shooting these game winners like he was in Boston. He be getting he, lucky on them game winners, I feel like. Hey man, look. And, but like even even when he does even when he's not lucky, nigga, regardless if he's lucky or not, niggas was always like, Why is this nigga shooting over Tatum and Jalen Brown? Now you don't have that. You don't have niggas talking about you like that in Memphis. Because who you gonna give it to, Jaron Jackson, nigga? <laughs> no, give just, it to. They're gonna give it to Marcus Smart, nigga. What's the uh, other shoot? I cannot think of his name right now. Uh, oh, Des- Des- Desmond Bain. Yeah, Desmond Bain. Dinosaur Arms. It's cool. Like that's an option. <laughs> that's an option. That's a, yeah. that's an option. But if ultimately, if Marcus Smart um, shoots a game winner and misses it, nobody's bad in the eye in Memphis. I, I want to see how when when Jod comes back, I want to see how they'll fit together. Like that, I'm not sure about. I think they'll. I think they'll fit well. I really think they'll fit well because they, he was able to fit well with Jason Tatum and um, Jalen Brown, and he was vocal enough to be like, "Hey, yo, these niggas need to pass the ball." And okay. They the ball. So if you if you could check niggas like JT and, and Jalen Brown, uh, John, John Moran is a, is a layup in my opinion because John Moran is just doing dumb shit off the court. He's not doing dumb shit on the court. Well, I'll take that back because that, that nigga needs to stop jumping over everybody. But like other than that, that game of basketball. He's not yeah, no he's, dumb. Ass. He's not a dumb player. Like he's not, he doesn't have a. He's not his basketball IQ is not low. Like he's yeah, he knows basketball. He can he's good at basketball. Like he's a, he's just a happens when you, yeah that happens <laughs> when you're good at basketball. Like you just know stuff. Yeah, like so like I think I think the parent won't be um, bad because I don't think Marcus Smart's coming in there thinking like, hey yo, I, yeah. I run this team, nigga. This is me. You don't give a fuck about that shit. That's gonna be interesting to watch. But the other uh, the other part of that trade was. Um, well, it was like a three-team trade, I believe. Three-team trade, like, yeah. It included like the Wizards and uh, well, the Grizzlies, the Celtics, and the Wizards. Mm-hmm. But another portion of that trade was Chris Porzingis. He's now a Boston Celtic, and I will be one thousand percent honest. I have no idea what he brings to the Celtics because he played for the Wizards, and I truly did not watch Wizards games. They just were not a good basketball team. And last time I saw Porzingis when he was in Dallas, he wasn't that good. So he wasn't that good because Luca and Porzingis just couldn't coincide with each other. It was just hard. And they had Rick Carlisle that was an old school mentality kind of guy. Um yeah. and Luca just couldn't he couldn't work with that nigga. He oh well damn near, he damn near can't work with anybody for real for if we be honest. That's another situation. Low key. For another day. <laughs> <laughs> but Porzingis um injuries kind of robbed him of what could have been uh, for him for his ceiling but his floor is still high enough to really contribute to um a team like the boston celtics 
where he's not going to be the first or second option. He'll be the third option. Um, and he can, from a defensive perspective, pairing him up with Robert Williams, that's definitely a plus. Although you had to give up Marcus Smart, um, that's I think that's a B minus kind of trade. Mm-hmm. We already said with we already said with 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 the Boston, Boston just had to shake something up. I think they used this um, this key move so that they didn't have to break up uh, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum like everybody thought they needed to do. They just got a hoop. Their team currently constructed is good enough to win the championship. They just got to go out there and go hoop. And uh, I it. think Porzingis can do they that. They got to go out and win and win soon because Jalen Brown, he's going to end up with $300 million contract because of the CBA. Absolutely. Then Jason Tatum, he's going to end up – I don't know when his contract's up, but he's going to end up having to get paid a ridiculous amount of money too. So they need to hurry up and win now so they can figure out. So yeah. like all that money being spent will end up being worth it. Cause, yeah, the projection yeah. is like you're, you're, you're investing – um, almost six hundred million dollars worth of cap space only between two players. Who that's how the best two, at their position. They're really good, but they're not the best at their position. Um, is is um, what what is Tatum considered a small forward? Uh, yeah, I give him that. I mean, like forward. who's who, who's a small forward that's better than him? I still honestly say LeBron. Nah, I don't even think I don't I don't even show, I don't even see LeBron. As a position at this point, this nigga can play whatever the fuck you want. I feel like LeBron is an anomaly, and he old. And he old because, like, if I'm gonna pick LeBron or JT, I'm picking JT at this point. I, don't, I just, can't I, I, just I just have to. I can't bring myself to pick against a healthy LeBron James, but that's neither here still because he's he ain't proved he ain't proved nobody wrong yet. It's just crazy to think about. Nuggets proved that nigga wrong. I don't know what, know what you're talking about. He wasn't healthy though. Okay, well, you think you're gonna be healthy? I said healthy, LeBron James. Oh, I already got my hot take. I already, I already got my hot take. Oh, for, I, for, <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. I, hey, thank you for reminding me what my hot take was this week. Go ahead. All right, we, we, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Talk. Bro. Oh my gosh! But one thing about Porzingis, like if he can stay healthy, he'll probably be good. Like his first year in uh in New York, DC, in Washington, oh. or whatever, he only played 17 games. Oh, yeah. But last season he just played uh, sixty five. So if his health is good, he should bring that defense. Him or what do you think they do with Al Horford? Because he's obviously gonna have to come off the bench. That's an old ass nigga. He can do whatever the fuck he want to do for real, for real. I didn't expect him to be in this league this long. I ain't gonna lie to you. The niggas pushing forty. The niggas pushing forty. So um, he's not even like he's like a LeBron level talent. Where like okay, you can play though forty. He just but still like he still contributes enough for it to make it make sense. Yeah, so smart, savvy veteran stuff. Yeah, so um, I think he'll obviously he'll come off the bench. Um, you still have Derek White. You still have um, Brogdon, right? Oh yeah, Brogdon is still there. Um, Peyton Pritchard. There's, there's still you still have pieces there that are good enough. You just it's just hard that you lost uh, Marcus Smart. But you know, look, Marcus Smart was on the decline. Y'all got rid of him before it got too crazy. Uh, with the with the decline. Um, you, we don't know if he's going to rejuvenate or, or do whatever, but I think Porzingis um, is definitely prone to having a really good season. You won't see it necessarily on the stats because he's not going to be the first or second option. Yeah. Um, but from a defensive and post perspective, matching it up with, with Robert Williams, it's going to be hard to score against, against these niggas when, when they talk about drives. 
it's, it's going to be hard. Wasn't Derek White first team all defense or something like that? It was. Um, he made he made one of them defensive teams. Right, I have so Derek team. White's all defensive. Jason Tatum, we know he can defend. Jalen Brown can defend. Rob Williams and Chris. Let's. <laughs> yeah. Y'all can like sixty points against the Celtics. Yeah, it's from a it's gonna be tough. Good. Yeah. Defense should be and their shooting should improve because I know Missoula he likes to take all those threes. So and Porzingis can knock those down. So yeah, he's a he, they got Wimby LTE. That's what we got. <laughs> Wimby light. Wimby light. Honestly, Wimby light being older than Wimby is crazy. Mm-hmm. So this goes to show you, and he a better shooter than Wimby. But other tra- another trade that happened is Bradley Beal or another trade involving the Wizards. All these trades really involve the Wizards, but. Yeah, <laughs> like the Wizards were doing, they're doing a lot. They got busy. Te- technically, yeah, for sure. But yeah, Bradley Beal is now a member of the Phoenix Suns, and I do not like that. I have no idea what. Like Bradley Beal, he's a good player. He's gonna fit because he's a good player. He's like, but he's really just a bucket getter, which I'm not mad at that. Like, it's I think those are needed on teams. People can just straight score, but what else does he add? They don't. Like, Phoenix needs scoring, yes, but they need – like, they couldn't win in the playoffs because they just didn't have enough players who are – they didn't have enough NBA-caliber players. Like, I feel like they just need more depth. And that Bre- The Bradley Beal situation, it still leaves them lacking a point guard and, like, somebody – a wing who can play more defense. So, it's just – I'm not the biggest fan of that trade. Um, as currently constructed, this shit looks horrible, um, in my opinion. But um, if they continue to do some things in the off season, um, it could get a little bit better. Um, I guess shout out to the owner that he that's if this is what he wants to do, I guess. But what you have um, three um, players on the roster that, uh, who all averaged twenty points per game last year on the same team. I think niggas are kind of overrating what star power can do. And this quote unquote super team type of thing. This is not a super team. I want niggas to understand this shit. This is not a super team. I feel like the super team is is built better than this. A super team. I I think people don't understand. A super team doesn't require doesn't require a trade. Super teams is strictly free agency because you're adding something without losing anything. When you trade to go get a superstar, that's not a super team. You have no depth anymore. Mm-hmm. And the only niggas, and what these niggas, all three of these niggas, all average over 20 points a game um, in the history. There's only been only one team that's ever won an NBA title with three players on the roster averaging 20 points on the team, but that's the 2017-2018 um, Golden State Warriors. And these are not these are not those These Warriors. are not those niggas, and y'all need to understand that Sean Livingston was still coming off the bench. You still had niggas... Like um, what's that nigga's name? Marcus Space. Oh, there are some other niggas yeah, on the, yeah, on the Ma- team. Marie, Marie Space. Marie, yeah, Marcus. Oh God, <laughs> Marie Space. There were there were some other niggas on that bench. Um, let's not understand. Let's understand that there was a time where Boogie Cousins was coming off that fucking bench. Like they had. That's a super team. This right here is not no super team. Um, that as currently constructed, they're not better than the Warriors. I mean, not the Warriors. Well, mm. not today. We'll get to the Warriors a little I, bit. I was, I was, I meant to say the Nuggets. I was as currently oh, constructed. You're not, not better than you're not better than the Nuggets. I don't know so, if any team is. 
this is the weirdest way to go all in. And on top of that, what you decided to do was give up CP3, um, Shamit, four first-round pick swaps, and six second-round picks going all the way in to 2030. Um, I hope you understand that LeBron James Jr., Bronny James will be a vet before it's time for you to get your own first-round pick again. Bryce James will probably be in the NBA. Bryce James might be a vet, too, by the time y'all niggas get this shit together. Zuri might be a WNBA prospect. (laughs) I ain't gonna lie to you. None of this makes sense as far as team building. Like, it's just the owner, he's new, he has money, he wanted to spend it, so... Hey, I guess, but one thing I feel like if they really want to create some depth, some something to make the team better, I think they need to trade DeAndre Ayton, which they should have been done, or they should have at least let him just walk in free agency. I think they need to trade him to a team that can give him a center because they're going to need a new center, of course. But they need a team that can who who gives them a guard as well. It doesn't even have to be a guard who can shoot because they have everybody else can shoot. They don't need a guard that can shoot. Hey man, look, they need to protect themselves. I don't I don't know who's in this owner. Like we talked about this. Owners love to make like a like a stamp, like they want to make like a like a uh I'm here. I, I'm I here don't. type of decision. And two months into him being an ownership, he goes and trades for Kevin DeBrent, and then three months later he does this super fucking trade. Um Somebody needs to save him from himself. They need to go talk to OKC and go get some picks. Go get go get some picks, you nigga. They OKC don't need, has way too many picks. They, OKC don't need all fifteen of them picks. They can't even. They can't even. They literally can't. They're incapable of using all those picks. Fifteen picks. That is a separate team. That is a separate team. Um. So they don't have enough to even send to the G League at this point. Go talk to OKC. Get some picks back. Um. They, and there's some niggas on that team right now, um, long term that's not gonna be there. Go ahead, grab you, grab you somebody decent there too. And okay, see they have too many like good players too. It's just a very they got good players on the bench right now. Go go grab them. Go grab something because I don't think you're going to get anything of real value that you really want if you go to a team like Orlando. If you go to a team like Indiana, you're not going to get the point guard that you really need. I think not. I think they can for them. I think they need to trade not for. Really. Wendell Carter Jr., because he's a center and he can he'll buy in more, I feel like. They need to trade for him and they need to get Markel Fultz. Cause Fultz he can't really shoot, but he's getting that in. But he he's getting a little bit better. Uh he can play defense and he's willing to pass. So and that's all they need. You need an established point guard though. There's no established it, point guard. Exactly, exactly. For this for this team in particular, bro, it can't be no super young point guard. A super young point guard not gonna work unless you share or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, like it has to be somebody of a Chris Paul level that's not old. You feel me? Which is or you're talking about OKC? What if they got Giddy? I think Giddy would work because Giddy Giddy might be Giddy might work, but I don't think OKC would want to give up Giddy. No, you know what I mean. Um, Jalen Williams is cool, but like they love that nigga too. Um, and he's not a point guard either. And he's not a point guard. You have, I'm trying to, like, when you think about, like, they need, they need, like, a Drew Holiday, but Drew Holiday's not going. But, like, you need that kind of caliber of a point guard that's, that's established. Really? Everybody needs Drew Holiday good. Everybody needs Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is Drew Holiday cold. Or, or even a Dennis Schroeder or something. Something. 
something. Something is better than whatever the fuck you got right now. Jeez. I don't know about I don't know about them getting Dennis Schroeder, but the Phoenix Suns cannot afford to roll their eyes at anything right now from a point guard standpoint. You have no point guard. Go get somebody. But speaking of their former point guard, Chris Chris Paul, he was he was traded to the Wizards. And then a day later he was traded to the Warriors, which Steph Curry and Chris Paul on the same team does not I am confused at the, what? Um, I think that the Warriors are kind of trying to backtrack from the decisions that they've made um, in, pri- in, in past prior. They thought that they could do this. Um, build this at the same time. Build at the same, you know. Build and compete for a championship at the same time. Yeah, develop young talent while competing for championships. It just doesn't work. Um, you either got to go all in or you need to uh, focus on the rebuild. You can't do both because if niggas start to get too good, then ego comes around and it's just like, yo, like, I don't know what the fuck to do. And from from like recent memory, like from recent history, you can go as far back as um, the 2017-2018 Celtics when they had Kyrie and they had Gordon Hayward, but you had young ass niggas like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And all it took was somebody to get injured one time. Mm-hmm. And now you get to see Jason Tatum dunk on LeBron. Um, you see Jalen Brown do crazy shit in the Eastern Conference Finals, and now they have that ego, now they have that confidence, now they're asking for more money. Like, it just doesn't it doesn't really work that way. It, it, it's cool in hindsight, but for the Warriors, they gave that money too soon, but that was Draymond Green's fault. Um, but, you know, like, I just think they, they made an executive decision to be like, okay, we're maximizing Steph Curry. Jordan Poole doesn't fit that timeline. We're going to bring Draymond Green back. And try to um, you know maximize everything. Chris, they haven't, brought, they haven't brought. I don't think they've brought Draymond back yet. But oh, well, that's just, the, that's the intention. We're just assuming it's going to happen. Yeah, if it they, doesn't happen, that'd be insane. That that'd be that'd be kind of crazy. Forget everything I said. That does. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, still, even with all that going on, the Chris Paul thing is very confusing. Even from like an ego standpoint, because this nigga been cooking me all my life. Every every team that I've gone to, I've lost to Steph Curry. That shit kind of crazy. And then I join your team, and I'm a backup to you. And then, did you know Steph Curry? He attended like Chris Paul's like high school camp and everything. Absolutely, like that's funny last how life works. last last year you crossed that nigga up and said this is not this is not 2014 no more. This is crazy. This is crazy to do, but apparently he's happy with it, and I think that it makes sense because um his children and his family they're in the California area, so it makes sense from a um, personal decision standpoint. The nigga's 38. I just think the nigga, like you said before, you need to you need to retire, my nigga. Like just give this shit up, wrap this shit up. The only way the only way it fits, I feel like, if, of course, is if Chris Paul he comes off the bench, which it's gonna be interesting. But if anybody can lead a first unit, a second unit, what have you, it's it's Chris Paul. He's he's the he's the he's the epitome of what a point guard is supposed to be. So in Steph Curry, he's the best shooter in NBA history. So of course he can play off ball. So this fit is going to look very interesting, and I, I would like to see it. It's either going to be – it didn't go really good or really bad, and I would like to see it. That's all I got to say. <laughs> but yeah. – and also, um, we talked about all the trades. Jordan Poole, he's also a wizard, but, ooh, it's nobody. Like, I mean, shout out to Jordan Poole. Like, <laughs> he's going to have fun up there. Yeah, I don't. They they were saying some weird shit like, uh, "You're gonna have a, a 
he finna be hooping around them Howard girls, and that nigga finna go for thirty a night. I, I mean, mean the Wizards have no possible. expectations. They have no expectations, so it could happen. But shout out to the shout out to the Wizards because they've been kind of like teetering like this, um, halfway in, halfway out kind of thing. Like I'm glad that they're finally committed fully to like the rebuild. Like they need like speaking of the committee, Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers. They need to they need to figure out who who they're committed to. Trailblazers need to figure out if they're committed to Dame, if they're committed to a rebuild. Dame needs to figure out if he's committed to the Trailblazers, if he wants to win a chip. It's so much going on. And he's being difficult. And he's doing all this extra stuff. And he needs to make a decision. Does he want to stay? Does he want to go? And if he stays, what does that look like? Um, it's like... like, like I feel like Damian Lillard is like trying to, you know, not self-sabotage, but like he's one of those niggas. He's just like, like me. He's just like me. Yeah, he's just like the old me too. Like it's just like <laughs> I'm gonna just keep doing dumb shit until you just kick me out the door. Like you gotta push me out. I'm never gonna break up with you, but I'm gonna do some shit that's not foul, but foul enough for you to be like, you know what? Okay, something. Like, but it's not really. But it's not nothing really bad. It's just like it's you nothing know. bad. It's like yo, like you. I've waited it out. I want to wait it out longer than than you. And it's still weird. I don't I don't Dame Dame is Dame needs to stop pussyfooting around and just demand a trade. Because that's what he really wants for real. I don't know why he's acting like he, he wanna run this shit for Portland. Like it is it's crazy. But don't let honest, don't let don't let school Henderson go crazy. Then he's gonna have some mixed feelings like, hey yo, maybe I can't hit this hood. Maybe maybe I can compete with this nigga. No, you can't. Yeah. I really think like school, I, they're just too young to, and the the team is too young and also not good enough to compete yet. So, but I, I feel like I feel like this is gonna end up being another waste a year of Damian Lillard, and then this whole thing is gonna happen again next season. It's gonna be like, oh, I don't want to go, but uh, if you guys trade me, oh, like it's just, bro, please just make. Why are you going out like? Why are you going outside like this, bro? Just please make a decision. And nothing's really confirmed, but they did say Scoot Henderson is rumored to be wearing the uh, double zero. I think you can't. Can't you wear zero and double zero on the same team? You can wear double zero, I think. Yeah, no, like, but like Dame is zero, right? And Scoot's double. Yeah. Like, can't they be on the same team or like zero? On I, didn't, zero? I, I, didn't, I didn't know that was against the rules or anything like that, but oh, it seemed true. like he going, which is weird. I don't, I don't think, I don't, I don't read into those reports, but that's, that's a little nasty. If that's really what's going on here. Double zero. Well, I'll say this. Um, didn't um didn't Melo or somebody else wear a double zero for Portland? Yeah, yeah. He, he wore yeah. something crazy. So yeah, he, yeah, he'd be all right. He'd be all right. If he wanted to do that, he could do it, but Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's weird. That's just weird to do. Get out that nigga dick, bro. Anyway. Wait, who's I know we talked before about Miami. Who's another team you could see Dame going with or going? Or trading for Dame, rather. Trading for trading for Dame. Yeah, who's who's another team you can see getting Dame? <sighs> for it to make sense, I mean, maybe maybe LA if they really wanted to hit that hole for real. If, if, if you if you if you were passionate enough to get Kyrie, you could have the assets to make Damian Lillard oh. work. Because you kept at, they kept saying that they wanted Kyrie for like the longest, and then they ended up nah. fucking with with D'Angelo Russell 
um, enough for it to not make, you know, for the, okay, we're good. We're good without it. And they made the Western Conference Finals. But, like, if they really wanted to go get Dame, I feel like they have enough young pieces to make it make sense. Um, the Warriors, they have enough to make it work. They just got Chris Paul. It'd be five guards on the court. No, you trade Chris Paul. Get that nigga, get that nigga <laughs> out. And then, then Portland came justified with, hey, yo, we're going to have Chris Paul mentor this nigga Scoop for the next generation like he did with OKC. And look how good Shea came out out of it. Like, they can convince themselves to make that shit work for Chris real. Paul's still trying to win. It, I, I mean, happen, but. yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen either. Especially if he really wanted to win, should have went to Denver again. That's just me. If you want to just be a backup point guard for somebody, just go be backup point guard for them niggas over there in, in Denver. That that nigga went to Golden State out of pure like comfortability because his family is in in California right now. Like you know, he didn't want like playing with Steph Curry. I don't even. I just feel like he do not want to do that hope for real, but he's like the hey. Clippers. The Clippers made more sense for Chris Paul to go back to than than the Warriors. Man, but I just it's literally just popped in my head while I was thinking, and this might sound like a nasty trade, but what if, uh, what if Dame ends up on the Timberwolves? Like the Timberwolves just give Carl Anthony Towns to the Trailblazers, and Dame is on the uh, Timberwolves. That would never happen. I don't. It's never gonna happen. But and they still not competing with that. Who the Timberwolves or the uh, the Timberwolves not competing with Andy Edwards and Dan? That's cool. That's just another CJ and Dane. CJ oh. was CJ was small. CJ was small guard. Andy Edwards like six six, and he's I think he's I think next season he's gonna take off for real. First of all, that nigga six four. Um, no, he's not six four. He grew, he bro. Is. He grew. I'm he grew? I'm so serious. He grew. Yeah, oh, I'm good. Ass. Oh, that's good for him. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's good for him. Um, Dame Lillard, Anthony Edwards, Austin Rivers. I mean, hey, you, hey, I'm not like when it's so, you have Rudy Gobert. Like they they don't need they don't need Rudy Gobert and Cat. One of them has to go, and I don't think Gobert's contract. Well, I know Cat has a big one, but I think Gobert's contract is like also it's big and sort of weird to trade. So I feel like uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I just think at this point, it's kind of weird for it, it's weird to move Dame to just anywhere, um, based off of what Portland wants back in return, um, and Damian Lillard truly competing in 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 the postseason. It, it's just really hard to fi- figure out the perfect marriage outside of Miami. Miami makes the most sense, but like I don't know any if, other team that beats out Miami. If Dan wants, wants to compete, good. he can't. If he wants to compete for, he can't do it in the West because the West is way too good. So he's gonna have to go to an Eastern team. Yeah, he'll have to go to an Eastern team. It probably will end up being Miami. Like has to be. Has to be Miami. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be Boston. It's not gonna be. Um, who else is competing out there? I don't see. I don't see that nigga in Milwaukee. That that just. I don't think this. It just couldn't happen. I don't think. I don't. I don't think I could. I don't think that could truly happen. For, yeah, you're right. Like Dan, like Dan would fit and do amazing on all these teams, but we're just saying like this just wouldn't happen with him in Milwaukee or him in wherever. Yeah, yeah. It just he's, makes he's good enough to fit on any team, but it's like unless he goes or well, not. New Orleans in the West too, so never mind. There's it has to be it has to be Miami. It's Miami or bust, really. I feel like. <laughs> 
if he really wants a championship. Yeah, he pussyfooting around though. You feel me? He could he could really expedite this process. He's just really just I like I said I think he's gonna start the season, um, with with the trouble is I think he's gonna start the season with Portland. He's gonna go back and forth with Scoop. Scoop gonna do something amazing. He's gonna be like, mm, let me just wait it, wait it out the whole season, and then March is gonna come and he's gonna realize his team is as we're not going to the playoffs again, and then maybe finally he will request or demand a trade like he should have done two to three to four to five years ago. Yeah, he should have done that a long time. A like, long ass time ago. The, uh, more sense. Was was it? Were they in the bubble when they played the um, the Nuggets and Dame went crazy and they yes. still lost? Like, yes. yes. I, re- I probably would have requested a trade after that because I just dropped fifty. I was making. I made like eight threes back to back, and we still lost because I just simply did not have the help. Yeah, I'd probably requested a trade then. I guess our time here is done, unfortunately. Like, bro, come on, yo, your second, your second best player. Alfaro Camino, come on, bro. Let's not <laughs> let, let's let's be let's be serious with ourselves, nigga. Like this is not running away from the grind. This is not. I don't know what you want to call this shit, Dame. This, but I'm and and this is also Portland's fault because Portland had what fifteen, what 13, 14 years, twelve years of Dame to just figure out oh. um, some pieces for Dame. If yeah, Dame is your focal essential. point. Like you after after Lamarcus Aldridge left, it's just like you did not give this nigga anybody but CJ McCollum. And, and CJ McCollum was good, but he's not he's good, good enough to be the second best on the championship team. He's tall, yeah, like he's not tall enough, bro. You need like you 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 tried to sell the team. You tried to sell your fans to Zach Collins, Alfarik Aminu, a uh, old ass Trevor Ariza with 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 dreads. Carmelo Anthony with old braids, like the small braids. Like, look at the niggas you decided to bring in. And I know like, that Portland they, is not an attractive city or franchise to go to, but when you have Dame, make it happen. Work. Make it work, nigga. Like, all they needed was just a good wing when Dame was in his prime. Because Dame, he's still good, but I don't think I don't believe this is his prime no more. He's like sort of at the end of it, at least. He's at the end of his prime. Yeah. He can but, still give you 60, but it's like, yo. When he was right in the middle of his prime, if they just had a good wing, they could have done it. No, nah, but then they again, they're going against the, the Warriors. Okay, that's cool, but like you, you decided to draft niggas, and you understand that drafting niggas take time. Like you, like you, you decided to draft Anthony Simons at the age of eighteen, like seventeen, going on to eighteen. And they also weren't really good drafts in the first. Like Anthony Simons, he ends up being good. Now. He ends up being good, but it takes he has to develop three or four years before you even see. What's going on? And by the time he's that nigga, it's like, bro, like, like you're twelve or you're whatever. Twelve, you're thirteen. When you should have just packaged that pickup and package uh, Nurkic up because Nurkic was he good, but he ain't that good. Go get you somebody great, nigga. That that's what that's what I can really applaud the Houston Rockets for doing back in the day with James Harden. Them niggas yeah. did not give a fuck about no first round picks. We'll give you four first round picks. Go get go get Dwight. Go get Chris Paul. Go get somebody. You know what I mean? Like they at least attempted to utilize and maximize as much as James Harden could, you know, you possibly be Portland. I don't know what that nigga was on. I don't know what them niggas was on. Shout out to Terry Stotts. He stayed there longer than what I thought he was gonna be there for. But it's what it is. Yeah. It's what it is, yo. But I mean, we talked about scoot and everything. So that just let you guys know that the draft happened and obviously Wimby went first. Uh 
Scoot went third, which is crazy. Brandon Miller was, I don't know why I did it in that order, but when he yeah. went first, Brandon Miller went second. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, 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 that nigga said, yeah, yeah. We know the real number two prospect. We know <laughs> and the then real. after that, it was Amin Thompson went four to the Rockets and Osir Thompson went five to the, uh, the Pistons. Pistons, rather. Right. How do you feel? Like, what are, what are some of your takeaways from the draft? Being a being a Rockets fan, are you were you happy with their draft? I don't think I was ecstatic, nigga. <laughs> I was very ecstatic because uh, you already know how I felt about Brandon Miller. I, and this is no disrespect to Brandon Miller because I I'm, I want to retract some of the shit I used to say about Brandon Miller. I think Brandon Miller's gonna be a good prospect. I just didn't. I just thought that what the Rockets needed, um, he he wasn't gonna get maximized to the best of his abilities being a Houston Rocket. That might change over there in um in in Charlotte. Um but you know shout out to them niggas that was booing him. That shit was crazy. Bro like that whole fan base booed that nigga, bro. Be for real, bro. That's crazy. That's crazy, my nigga. When stuff like that happens, I hope the player and always ends up being good and then just leaving in free agency. Just leaving them. Yeah, yeah, it's like some JJ Watt type shit. You feel me? That shit was kind of crazy. But I think uh when there's two things that kind of specifically for Brandon Miller, once I started looking at this high school film, it made sense that he got the Paul George comparisons, but I would say, um, the Charlotte Hornets was in a win-win situation here. Um, regardless if they picked Brandon Miller or Scoot Henderson, I just thought that Scoot Henderson was going to be, you know, the better prospect, but I also believe that Brandon Miller's floor is good enough to the point where he's going to be a day one starter. He's going to be an yeah. impact player from day one. Um, and we already, we already, and and I'm going to give Michael Jordan a little bit credit here because normally I'd be, I'd be knocking that nigga heavy when it comes to bad draft picks. You understand that you have LaMelo ball and you don't need that nigga pounding for real. You just saw what happened when the Sacramento Kings ended up drafting Therese Halliburton while still having De'Aaron Fox. They still had to get, they ended up giving Therese Halliburton up anyway. You know what I mean? When yeah. you draft Scoot Henderson, you draft him with the expectation that, hey, yo, one of you niggas is leaving, you're basically battling for your spot. That's basically the, the because they're not going to coincide with each other. They're just not going to, they both need the ball. Yeah. So it, it was one of those things when Michael Jordan was like, okay, this will be my last pick. I'm leaving with no controversy for real. Just go ahead and get the safe pick. This is the DeAndre Aiden pick um, of, of this draft of like, yo, you really can't miss with him, but you do have higher upside with other niggas on the, on the, on the thing. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm not mad about the Charlotte Hornets and I hope Brandon Miller does well. Um, I'm, I'm happy with the Armin Thompson twist. I still to this day do not understand why Cam Whitmore slid as far as he did. That is crazy. For you to be the, 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 he was ranked like fourth or fifth best prospect. Yeah, it was supposed to be like Detroit was supposed to get that nigga, but they ended up getting the Sar Thompson, which I'm not mad which, about. Yeah, he's still he's also still good. So, but but that's just a testament of how deep this draft was. This, this draft was really, um, really good. I think that um, regardless of him sliding down, this is one of the first few seasons where I've seen every team. It seemed like every team got the player that they really wanted. Like they, whoever they had on their draft board for real, they got that dude. I really think New Orleans wanted Jordan Hawkins. I really think oh, that. Oh yeah, um, that's that's really yeah. Good I really think that um, the Golden State Warriors, um, they really had that nigga at 
you know they had they had, they had to, to ignore uh, Cam Whitmore. They had to have him on their board. Yeah, right you know what I mean. And Dallas getting Derek Lively, I thought that was a great pickup for them. Yeah. Um. Even with OKC, I think that they really like Casey Wallace. Like everybody stayed true to what they were going for. And just because Cam Whitmore slid down, I thought, like, oh no, we we still have our guy. So that was one of the few things that you know, I need to stuck out to me. I need to go on a rant, a, a mini rant about OKC. <laughs> but one thing I was listening to, what's that dude? Ryan Rossio or whatever, his podcast. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said that Anthony, not, not Anthony, uh, but Ken Whitmore, that he was talking to like some, one of those like advanced analytic scouts that do like tests on athleticism and blah, blah, blah. One of those type of people. And he said that Ken Whitmore was the closest thing on their, um, on their comparison chart to Anthony Edwards. And I, in my head, I was just thinking, like, what if he just ends up, Cam Whitmore just ends up being rookie year Anthony Edwards, like, as good as Anthony Edwards was in his rookie year. Like, that would just be crazy for the Rockets. Yeah, and it's like a low-risk, high-reward um, kind of ordeal because you only spent the 20th pick. You didn't have to trade up to go get him. Yeah. Um, so the Rockets really um, – they went three straight years getting the still of the draft, in my opinion. Um, in 2021, they got Operation Goon. Um, in 2022, they got Tyree Eason, and this year they got Cam Whitmore. Um, so as much as these Rockets niggas be talking about how we never get the first pick and all that stuff, and all that shit's rigged anyway. Um, yeah. But you see, uh, you see, got that nigga on board with it, bro. Got that shit on. <laughs> that nigga was skeptical, but like once I once I explained it to him, he understands now. But. <laughs> But ultimately, if you're able to get the steal of the draft three straight years, in my opinion, I feel like that's a great consolation prize to get. They got to do something with it, though. Exactly. And I think that I'm more confident than ever because I have Ime Udoka. And if Ime Udoka is supposed to be this nigga that's supposed to be who he is, um, we'll be, we'll be, you know, we'll be competitive within the next two to three years. I think that this next year, um, this first upcoming year, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for these niggas to um, get his concept, because even the Boston Celtics, it took them uh, five, four or five months like until after the All-Star break for them to get it clicking. And those are way more talented players and way more established players um, in the league. And they still had to you know, adjust to that. So I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a learning curve for sure. But I, I, I truly think that we have the pieces to get this shit done. I think, we think it's going to be cheap, though. That would be a good thing. Hey, Rockets tickets cheap. Get them. Get, hey, go to these games while it's still cheap, bro. Because once these niggas is up, bro, it's gonna be a different kind of thing. I tried to, I tried to, I tried to get a Boston Celtics ticket like, um, and back in December when they played the Rockets and these niggas, the 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 nosebleed was like one seventy five. I was like, ah. No, the rock, against the Rockets, nigga. I can't go. I, 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 I don't know what it is when you play LeBron, nigga. Oh, God damn. no way. <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead. You see these $6, $7, $8 tickets, bro? Take advantage of it now, bro. I'm, I'm in a state right now. I'm, I'm in a tri-state area where uh, tickets is, is, is tough right now, nigga. It's tough. I need to I need to go see OKC play, but I need to, my mini rant for them is like they they are they have a very good problem right now because they have good players but they have too many good players and people say oh that's a good problem to have but there's no such thing as a good problem because it's still a problem they have too many good players and too many draft picks they need to like okay see they really they don't need to do anything right now they could 
if they keep the roster as constructed, they could like win it or be legitimate championship contenders like two years from now, even next year. But they yeah, they need to trade for like a superstar or something because they have too many picks. They have like fifteen of the next. And it's always about choosing the right choosing the right um the right people. Like keeping the right people. Like you're yeah. gonna get you're gonna get rid of some of these young people, but you get rid of the wrong one and then they explode and they become like a superstar and it's like damn okay she had these niggas. That's literally what happened with James you Harden. You don't want to re- you don't want to repeat that. So I feel like that's why these niggas are holding on to things a little bit longer than what they probably need to be. Just to kind of wait it out to see like what the projection is for a lot of these niggas. Because Jalen Williams came out of nowhere uh for me. And I was and like, you see, that, near, that's that's the type of nigga that'll bite you in the ass later. He dang near one rookie of the year. It's like that. Jalen Williams, who you know, all these players are like under 25. Shay averaged 30 points a game. Giddy. Lou Dort, one of the, or, Lou Dort, one of the best defenders in the NBA. Giddy is he just cold. He can't shoot, but he can do everything else as a point guard. And he like six nine, six ten. Jalen, Jalen Williams, one of the Jalen, J-Dub, he was damn near rookie of the year. Isaiah Joe is just a cold three-point shooter. Cambridge Williams is a, a floor-stretching four or five type. They still have Chet. It's just like, and they draft a kiss on Wallace. They just have too many good players. And not all of them are going to get playing time, and that's going to mess up the team somehow. They need to trade. They need to. They need to sell off a couple of them players and them picks because they had too many. Because they can legit get any superstar they want with a package. With like they could, they could get Kevin Durant back if they wanted. And I secretly hope they do because that make me happy. But they yeah. they could get a superstar, but they don't need a superstar, and that's the thing. Yeah, you need fifteen. Um, and you all these picks, and you still got like fifteen more left. You still got like fifteen motherfuckers left, bro. They could they could trade for Aiden so he could be the center while Chet gets stronger. Gets That's what I'm stronger. saying. Go go get uh oh Lord. Go get yeah, go go get DeAndre Aiden, go get uh another piece and just get rid of these draft picks and then just solidify who your young core is. Um because I honestly by the time y'all can really get Kevin Durant for real, it's gonna be too late. He's gonna be too old. To really they can get like, Kevin Durant now. They have yeah, but but it's just kind of like he, they won't do it because they're I'm, not they're not going to do it. And Phoenix is not going to pull that trigger because they didn't just did all this bullshit just now. Like you're gonna have to wait at least two seasons to really like consider. And KD um, only got Phoenix two, three more seasons left. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So I'm like, KD is a little out of reach unless you're just trying to you know get that nigga off of nostalgia. But you won't need a lot of draft picks for that. Um, yeah. but shit, Aiden. You can go get – it has to be a wing or a big. It has to be like – it really has to be big. Y'all have plenty of guards, bro. Y'all have plenty of it's two, two ball handlers. Honestly, <laughs> trading trading Aiden to OKC would actually work perfect, bro. Yeah, I think that – They need guards. They need shooters and guards. They don't need – they need a guard that can shoot, bro. No, they don't – they just need guards. They need somebody to pass the ball. Yeah. I and think I think that's – OKC got way too many of those. Yeah, okay, okay. See, it's really in a unique position where they can really just stand packed. They they really don't have to trade for nobody if they don't want to. Um, I think you I think you trade. I think OKC genuinely will not trade any of these picks until they reach a peak, whether in the playoffs 
and they say, okay, we're, we're about a piece, one piece, maybe two pieces away. Let's go ahead and maximize that shit now. They don't want to prematurely jump the gun. But yeah, man. Okay, see, they got to figure out what they're doing, but I'm not really worried. I just, you know, I don't know. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. <laughs> it, reminds me, it reminds me of that. It reminds me of that SpongeBob. Uh, or, or it reminds me of that Simpson, uh, that bus scene. It's like, I'm in danger. There's a whole bunch of fire running. <laughs> but uh, anything, anyway, before we go, uh, we always love doing uh, hot takes of the week or hot take of the week. I'm only going to give out one. Um, Jax, you have one. Lock I loaded. I had one, but then you just made a comment that made me be like, you know what? Let me change my hot take. So my hot take. One? I'll use that for next week, probably. All right, I, got you, I got you. I got you. I got you. But my hot take now is I feel like The Simpsons is overrated, bro. Like, who, mm. who cares? But like, and I'm also going to be honest. I've never seen an episode. It does not look it doesn't look interesting at all. I don't know why. It's been going on for like 30 years. I don't know why people like it. It just seems stupid. Granted, I'm a person that has a Bart Simpson uh, key thing on my keychain. Why do I have that? I don't really know. I just have it. Don't ask questions. Because I really don't know why I have it. But yeah, I think The Simpsons is stupid. It doesn't seem funny at all. The Simpsons, and really most shows like that, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Yeah, I think I think for me, like... The Simpsons has never been something I've intentionally watched. I think like The Simpsons is something that comes on um, when I fell asleep um, af- after the post of football game on CBS, and then The Simpsons <laughs> comes on, and I wake up to The Simpsons. And I'm like, "What's this nagging ass voice talking to me?" <laughs> it's whatever the wife name is. She'll wake me up out of sleep, and I'm like, "Let me turn this shit off." Um, that uh, Futurama is another one where I'm just like, "Okay, this is mid. I don't give a fuck about y'all niggas for real." Yeah, I never um, wanted to watch those. Yeah, for me, uh, my hot take of the week will be um, um, injury. The, the y'all y'all gotta stop. And when I say y'all, I'm just saying anybody that does any real NBA discourse, y'all gotta stop saying barring any injuries for certain people, <laughs> like. Like we, we gotta stop saying that shit. Like injuries have to play a part of whatever you're saying at this point. Like when it comes to Kawhi and the Clippers, I'm tired of niggas saying barring any injuries. Injuries is a part of their DNA at this point. Bro, when you take on the Clippers, you're taking on potential injuries too. So when you when you say, Hey, I think the Clippers can make it, you better say that with the with the inclusion of yeah, um, even if Kawhi get hurt. Man, no, don't be saying, don't be saying, hey, yo, the Clippers got it, and then once we get there, well, shit, you know, them niggas, they got injured, bro. What? what I can't predict that. Yes, you can. All right, you can bro. do it now. You I don't know if I like saying, that. You can I don't know if I like that hot take. Yes, bro, man. it's not for a reason, nigga. It's not for a reason, nigga. It's not supposed to be agreeable. I don't care. You're not supposed to say I'm cooking. You ain't supposed to say that. That's what a hot take is. It's oh not my gosh, you burn, you burning the kitchen down, man. Sometimes, sometimes, bro, you you have to say bar injuries because you know without the injuries they'd be amazing. Yeah, bro. but for certain for certain people, for I'm saying for certain individuals, you got to include it for certain people. The Clippers, you have to include it. Stop right. saying the Clippers could go all the way every year and every year to get injured. But they can go all the way if they just okay, don't get hurt. Well, okay, well when it's time to bet, when it's time to put money on the table. 
Stop making that your caveat, yo, if they, if they help you. Nigga, you possibly just get your money back. Just get your money, bro. They don't right. don't put fifty dollars on the table saying they gonna go all the way barring any injuries. All right, bro. Watch next watch next season. It's the that's first healthy season that's ever. That's the safe. That's the safest bet ever. They finna blow that bitch up anyway. They finna blow that bitch up anyway. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that. Um, and I didn't mean to use the Clippers as an example. That's just the first. Thing nah, I saying, but like anything, like some of these people that they're so injury prone that you gotta say, hey, yo, look, you gotta include it in here, like, yo. Stop saying that shit. Like you said, the Clippers, and you're gonna take, you're gonna ride or die with them regardless of what happens. You believe regardless <laughs> of what happens, they're gonna make it. That's what God said. Now, freak injuries like, like Steph Curry breaking his shit, or whatever. Lonzo Ball, whatever Lonzo injury Ball, happened to him. That's that's barring injury. That's a real barring injury. But Chris Paul, this fucking hamstring. I'm not trying to hear that shit no more. <laughs> he old. He need to retire. Stop saying, "Hey, Chris Paul, finally gonna get that ring." No, he's not. But go ahead. You know what I mean? Like I'm just, I'm just tired of seeing Chris Paul on a fast break. His his upper torso moves up first, but his hamstring is still staying where it's at. I'm, you know, that nigga got hopped down on a fast break, and he was already close to the. I'm, I'm tired of seeing it, bro. Bro, that's my hot take. Man, <laughs> well, I tell you, yo, I stand on it. I, stand I respect on it. it. I respect it. I respect it. I'm not oh. mad at it. Actually, I am mad you at it. You are mad at it, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you are mad at it, nigga. Right. But before we get out of here, man, um, make sure that y'all follow us um, at, on our on our new platform on Instagram at the Play for Keeps Pod four with the number four on it. Uh, like we said, this is a podcast for casuals. Ultimately. We would love to get guests up here. We would love to get our fan base growing to the point where they can chop it up and, and ask questions and, and kind of debate some of these things. Um, that'll be interesting later down the line, especially when we get to football season. But make sure you follow us on that platform. That is the name for all platforms on all things, whether it be TikTok, Instagram, wherever you see us, it is at the Play for Keeps podcast. Don't forget to put the number four on there. There are a lot of play for keeps out there, but we're the best <laughs> ones to do it. We're the best ones to ever do it. So I don't want to hear y'all niggas saying, oh, we, we saw two white guys. No, nigga, that's not us. That's not us, no, nigga. Bro. No that's white us, dudes bro. will be talking like this. Stop it. No, um, if, if there's any white dudes talking the way we're talking, that's a problem. Be for that's real. a problem. Be fucking for real. But, <laughs> man, um, any final words before we get up out of here? Man, a long time coming. We finally got it started, bro. Finally got it started. Finally got it started. Um, I'm I'm excited for it. Uh, hopefully the fan base is ready for it. Um, but yeah, uh, like we said, this is still a work in progress, nigga. We are far from perfect. And this shit gonna be ass. We gonna we gonna be on episode thirty, and we gonna be like, yo, you remember that first episode we did? That okay, shit. we'll probably listen to this and be like, oh my gosh, this was terrible. Yeah, that that's how progression works. No matter you know how how far the journey is, you always have room to grow. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that, you know, some of y'all are going to be experiencing this for the first time and, and really experiencing this journey with us in, in real time. So that I'm really grateful for that. So, man, without further ado, man, this is the conclusion of the first episode. Make sure y'all like, um, subscribe, follow, do all those things. And, uh, without further ado, uh, peace out. Peace. Uh-huh.